0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanenny.
1: And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves.
0: Ashley, you and Hi. I, in a matter True. of less than three hours from the time we yeah. are recording, you and Two I will be at James Theater. Well, I was factoring in the fact that they don't usually start right at seven. They'll probably be a little uh, curtain, so more than uh, curtain three hours. cushion. <laughs> yeah. So right about there. Um, yeah. We will be sitting next to each other. In the orchestra of the St. James Theater to see the Broadway revival of Into (gasps) the Woods. We don't know at this point whether Sarah Bareilles will be in. She was not in on Sunday. Um, She's been in and out with some illness. I don't know that it's COVID-related, uh, this time around at least. Yeah. Um, she's never said she had COVID, but she was sick. She right. went back into the show last week, then she was out on Sunday. I have not seen anything from her or anybody else saying whether or not she would be in today uh, on Tuesday night. So we will see either way. Um, I'm sure I've heard great things about her yeah. understudy, but the rest of that cast certainly is is worth seeing with or without the headliner there so i'm very excited for that
1: i think i'll be okay either way yeah
0: i mean brian darcy james is in it you'll be fine
1: darcy james in the saint james i am already Ah. delighted
0: saint brian darcy (laughs) james
1: exactly Um, ain't that the truth
0: well, one of the people who will be in the show tonight, we assume, is Philippa Sue, and we're going to yeah. start off the show with some news about her, because today, after a two-year hiatus, the Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts announced initial casting for its latest Broadway center stage production, and this one is the lesser and the Frank Lesser uh, score and book by Joe Swirling and Abe Burroughs, uh, iconic, perfect musical Guys and dolls. It'll be helmed by many, like many of these Kennedy Center productions are by beautiful director Mark Bruni and it will star Philippa Sue as sister Sarah Brown, starring opposite a guy who I'm not sure she's going to have much chemistry with. Um, yeah. I'm a hopefully little worried they, about how they'll, they'll be able. Up.
1: Hopefully they meet up yeah, for rehearsals they, ahead of time.
0: Yeah, they spend a little time to get to know each other ahead of time because she will be starring opposite her IRL husband, Stephen Pasquale, yeah. <laughs> as Sky Masterson. The other central couple in the show will be played by folks who have been a part of Broadway Center Stage Productions before, although only one of them, I think, mm-hmm. actually made it to the stage. Um, yeah. James Monroe Iglehart will play Nathan Detroit, and Jesse Mueller will be playing Miss Adelaide. Jesse, of course, uh, previously played... Um, Mary and the Librarian opposite Norm Lewis in The Music Man. James Monroe Iglehart was supposed yeah. to do the voice of Audrey 2 in yeah. Little Shop of Horrors, but uh, he had to bow out when his wife was diagnosed with cancer. Um, mm-hmm. So it's great for him to get back on stage in this. This show will be oh, running. And yeah. here's where it gets interesting. October 7th through October 16th, mm-hmm. which if you are paying attention to the Andrew Woods news... October oh, 16th is the day that this most recent extension, um, is supposed to run through. So quite clearly, Philippa Sue will not be playing that entire not extension be if she extension. was playing any yeah. of it. We talked about when that was announced that maybe there will be people, fa- you know, coming in and out. Um, uh, maybe there will be new people joining the show. Maybe Danae Benton will come back in to replace Philippa Sue. Maybe Philippa will run up until rehearsals start at the Kennedy Center. Mm. We don't know exactly, but Jordan Roth did tease Potential changes with the cast um, because of this extension and with all of the people who have clearly been booked and blessed with other things yeah. to do this, spur- this fall.
1: Busy, um,
0: yeah, we will see what happens. But we certainly know at this point now that Philip Sue will not be with the show, at least through this current extension
1: yeah but i mean how good is this casting for guys and dolls it's it's it's
0: idiotic. it's idiotically good (laughs) it
1: it is uh yeah it's a glutton it's absolutely spoiling us i i am absolutely gonna have to go to dc much to my chagrin as someone who does not like dc but they keep loading up these incredible shows we've got so so many good things upcoming um and I mean, I, uh, as soon as the news was announced this morning, all I could think of was Jesse Mueller's Adelaide's lament and how okay. ridiculous it's going to be.
0: People do not give her nearly the credit for the comic actress that she is. Like, she is such an amazing voice. She can sing anything. Mm -hmm. But, like, go watch the Lincoln Center pro tape of Carousel where she played, um, where she played Carrie Pippridge. Obviously, Mm -hmm. on Broadway, she played uh, Julie Jordan, but like, she was really funny in that. She was really funny in Drood. She was, you know, for the humor that was in Waitress, also very funny. So I think getting her, opportunity to play like one of the most iconically broad yeah. broads, broads yeah, so to speak <laughs> um, in, music, in the musical theater canon as Miss Adelaide is going to be incredible and like so excited we know James Monroe Iglehart is funny so know, just be, yeah. thinking of them bouncing off each other is going to be uh, great and I, I, I'm not going to come up to Washington DC for this but I, I hope that yeah I well I mean <laughs> I my traveling has been quite extensive this I year it. so a little bit um, <laughs> But can we get a transfer? Like, can we get a transfer? Nice. We've, we've, we've talked so much about all of these Broadway center stage things. Um, you know, we want to have transfers of them. Like, this would be great. A revival of guys and dolls with this cast, I think would sell. I think this oh, would yeah. be one that would actually sell. Some of the other ones I wanted to see just because I'm, I'm selfish, but I didn't think they yeah. could actually sell. But like, I think this, this one, one would sell.
1: This is one yeah. absolutely. In the, if not this cast, if you know, they have other commitments or anything including Pippa Sue yeah. again every time we talk about it, it's like when is Suffs coming? So she may be doing Suffs, she may not be doing Suffs, who knows. Um but yeah, even if it's not with this cast, I feel like people will want to see A Guys and Dolls revival at this point.
0: And I will tell you. I'm I am them. ready. <laughs> I am not. I am not um represented by an agent. I'm not a member oh. of Actors' Equity. I'm willing oh, really? to do both News. to reprise my high school uh, performance go. of Harry the Horse. I ah, will just say my 16-year-old self grew what facial hair I could <laughs> to play Harry the Horse. And I did mm-hmm. the accent. Big Julie. Oh, oh I do not believe that God. this is the I I'm it's ready. Nice.
1: You're on. I'm ready. You're I can on. grow You're more hair now
0: on my face, not so much on the head. Um, but I think that could be quite say, interesting. if Harry The horse is bald. Yeah. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Moving on to some other, um, big show casting news. We got the complete cast and creative team for the upcoming Broadway revival of the piano lesson. Um, we know, Many of the stars, Samuel L. Jackson, Daniel Brooks, John David uh, Washington, April Mathis, Ray Fisher, um, uh, uh, Michael Potts, Trey Byers, and more. Um, we got some uh, more cast members added, and they are headlined by uh, Nadia Danielle and Journey Elizabeth Swan, who will alternate the role of Marthia. Uh, they are um, kids, so they're alternating that role. Also in the company will be Shireen Babb, Charles Browning, uh, Peter J. Fernandez, Shireen martin Warner. Miller, Doran, Japal, Mitchell, and Kim Sullivan. Performances begin in a month and a half uh, on September yeah. 19th at the Barrymore theater under the direction of Latanya Richardson Jackson. So very, very excited, excited about
1: that.
0: That is one that I will have to see. It will be on the top of my list for my next trip, which More I guess is in De- Yeah. It's going to be in December um, for reasons that mm. I've alluded to in the past that have to do with things happening downtown um, and involve a certain wizarding world veteran. Um, but we uh-huh. can get that's been announced. I'm talking about yeah. Merrily. We roll along with Daniel yeah. Radcliffe, but I've yeah. got more information <laughs> that we can talk about offline. Um, Yay. okay.
1: Oh, you're damn um, right.
0: Um, so I, I'm going to be basing my trip around that. But the thing is, there's so much good stuff. Like, am I going to have to come for two weeks? Like, there yeah. is so much happening this fall that I want to see. It's going to be really, really tough to fit everything in, but do it we'll see if anyone wants to put me up for for a week or two um i'm a, a very good house guest you went, have hey.
1: to you have to travel a little bit far each time you yeah. have to go into the city it's, but <laughs> it's a little
0: different from me looking out my window currently and seeing the belasco theater yeah. uh, a little bit more of a commute to see shows i've got a for nice park
1: i've got inwood hill park so there you go, there you go. Yeah. yeah we'll see two well, to I mean, I'm, I'm not i'm not
0: i'm not ruling it out because i might have to be there for a month there to see right. everything i want to see <laughs> there you go um, the last bit of news in this section, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because we've basically talked about this story just with slightly different players before, but um, on Monday evening, the New York Times reported that the Stage Directors and Choreographers Association, or Society, I'm sorry, has <laughs> filed a lawsuit against... Paradise Square for unpaid, unbelievable,
1: shocking. Uh, yeah,
0: for payments uh, totaling one hundred fifty thousand dollars that are owed to the union. The show's director moises Kaufman and choreographer Bill T. Jones and a few other people who've worked on the production. Not a surprise. We already know that Actors Equity is suing the production as uh, is. I forget which union it is, but having to do with the um, all of them, stage Everyone. crew and designers. So.
1: Everyone is suing Paradise Square.
0: Yeah, unsurprisingly, <laughs> as they should be. Unsurprisingly, yeah. yeah. Not a surprise. Go get that money. Get Garth out of theater. Um, speaking of money and uh, money for shows that now people are talking. actually going to see, let's talk about last week's Broadway grosses. Despite being down one show from 25 to 24, thanks to a closing, last week's Broadway grosses essentially held flat, dipping just over $29,000 to come in at $29,502,148 on the frame. Capacity did decline by a whole 210 people week over week, but the average ticket price rose by 58 whole cents to come in at $131.90. Somewhat surprisingly, for only the second time since its opening week on Broadway, The Music Man did not gross over $3 million in a week that saw Hugh Jackman not come down with COVID. Now, Of course, don't feel bad for them as the show still brought in $2,940,192. It was followed by Hamilton at 2.25 million, The Lion King at 2.17, Into the Woods at 1.94, and Wicked at a Slightly lower, rounded up 1.94 million. Finishing out the seven figures club for the week in descending order were MJ, Cursed Child, Aladdin, Six Company in its final week coming in at $1,194,554. Moulin Rouge, Beetlejuice, and, Fan uh, of the Opera, Book of Mormon was just on the outside, uh, waving at the window or whatever that sure, is. Sure, exactly. Yeah, mixing my um, musical problematic yeah. problematic musical metaphors <laughs> exactly. there. um The kite runner continues to bring up the rear, however, but it did nicely pick up nearly sixty nine thousand dollars following its opening week to come in at exactly three hundred forty six thousand five hundred buckaroo's. Next on the list at five hundred seventeen k was POTUS, then Chicago, then Mister Saturday Night, and then in fifth place was Come From Away, which I am seeing this afternoon the matinee mm-hmm. on Wednesday. From there, there was more than a $145,000 gap between 5th place Come From Away and 6th place A Strange Loop. A Strange Loop did a fairly solid $743,000 last week, which even though that's six from the bottom, um, I feel like that's pretty good for a show with the you know, the very difficult description mm-hmm. to explain what it is. Um While company saw a healthy bump for its final week, funny girl was unable to capitalize on Beanie Feldstein's final run in the show, dropping over 34 K to come in at 765,000. $670. Ashley, I will be very interested to see if there is any noticeable change in the grosses when Julie Banco takes over for the next month before yeah, and Michelle too. comes in. Obviously, it's the time of year when tourism is slowing down. I mean, not, yeah. not greatly, but I mean, it, it is starting to taper off. So it won't be exactly apples to apples in sure. terms of comparison, but based on these numbers, I would honestly imagine that it'll stay relatively consistent. It might dip, yeah. but I think in respect to like previous weeks, uh, like historically, I feel like we're not going to see a huge drop from Beanie to Julie.
1: Yeah, usually it's the case where you would say anyone who wanted to see the show has probably already seen it, so we're not gonna have like a big bump. But that's unfortunately not really the case here, uh, since Beanie got such bad reviews so quickly, and then a lot of people just chose not to see it because they have this mm-hmm. very, um, Vibrant image of funny girl in their heads. So maybe when Julie comes in, it will get better. And then, of course, we're expecting to see a huge bump when Leah comes in. So, however long that lasts, who's to say? But yeah, I think there will be a
0: little bit of a pickup.
1: Regardless, right now it's uh you know the slower part of the summer season. Either way,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I do think that there will be a lot of theater people trying to make sure that they see Benko in the role because yeah. the reviews for her have been spectacular and she's somebody who is, is kind of beloved in the community. So yeah, she's whether great. or not that will actually, you know, kind of show itself enough in the grosses to make a difference. Um, I don't know, but Julie Bank, like I've told you, like I don't have anything planned for my Wednesday night show. I'm mm-hmm. entering some lotteries. If I don't get those, like, I think funny, maybe though, that option just to see Julie Banco. Cause I've heard she's so great. I don't really have yeah. much of an, an affection for this show.
1: No, cause it's but I would good. See,
0: well, there's that, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I might, I might go see Julie Banco just because she's uh, apparently fantastic in the role. Mm hmm. All right, let's move on to some other show and casting news, and this one's interesting. We'd previously talked Mm -hmm. about the fact that the great Heidi Blickenstaff will be leading the national tour of Jagged Little Pill, but we got the rest of the casting for the show that will launch its uh, national tour in Las Vegas on September 6th, and here's what's fun about this. Following in the footsteps of Abby Mueller, who was following in the footsteps of her sister, Jessie Mueller, on the beautiful tour, Dylan Klenna will be following in the footsteps of his brother, Derek Klenna, as he will be taking over the role of Nick Cure. Healy in the national tour. He will be um joined by Lauren Chanel, who will be playing Frankie. Chris Hock, who will be playing Dad Steve and Jade uh, McLeod, who will be playing Joe. I think they've kind of learned their lesson in terms of some of the problems that they had with casting the role of Joe on Broadway because Jade, Jade does use they, them pronouns. So even though, that you can argue whether or not Joe as a character is gender non-binary and they have certainly, um, they've
1: certainly argued argued that (laughs) they've argued on both sides (laughs) of that. Yeah.
0: Um, Jade, the performer playing that part on tour is, um, at least gender non-conforming. So, uh, good for them. And, and I mean that as I guess the performer, but also like good for the cat the company, making sure not to, have another unforced error like they did multiple times on Broadway. I
1: mean, it would it would take a lot for them to make the same mistake again, but I would not put it past them. So, nope. yeah, good nope. for them, I guess.
0: Yep. Not at all. Um, Alright, let's stay out of town, and this one is actually happening in Los Angeles, and it is the world premiere of a show that I don't think I've heard of before, but it has a really, really fantastic cast. Um, yesterday, the company for the upcoming Old Globe production of uh, Nathan Englanders What We Talk About When We Talk About Anne Frank uh, announced its cast and it is a really, really exceptional group. The cast includes Rebecca Kreskoff who's been on Broadway many, many times. Stage and screen star Joshua Molina. You and I just talked about both um, Sports Night and The West Wing yesterday. Uh, Joshua Molina appeared in both. Um, It also features uh, Greg Hildreth who we just saw in company. Nathan Mm -hmm. Southstone who is always incredible. Um, Sophie von Hasselberg as well. Performances begin on September 11th and are currently scheduled to run through October 23rd. Um, it'll be directed by Erna Fincy Vitterby. There we go. Oh, no, that's not right. That's that's the title. The Globe's Erna Fincy Vitterby Artistic Director, Barry Edelstein. <laughs> Why we have names for artistic director positions. I understand uh, why, because it's in yeah, and all that stuff. But, yeah, but that's yeah. It's it's a little much. it's um, a bit Anyway, what we talk about when we talk about Anne Frank is a Pulitzer Prize Nathan Englander's adaptation of his award-winning short story about two women inseparable in high school whose adult lives have taken them in opposite ends of the earth into wildly different experiences of culture, religion, and family. When they reunite, their bond is tested by the distance that has grown between them and also by their husbands who don't exactly see eye to eye. Um, with a cast like this, this has to be aiming for a transfer right like you don't have a pulitzer prize winner doing a an out-of-town tryout at the old globe with like multiple stage and screen stars if it doesn't at least have some sort of intention of coming to new york
1: you would think not unless they're just being cruel to us east coasters which could very
0: well be the case and
1: would be very unfair i have to say
0: yes very unfair very unfair um all right let's wrap (sighs) this up this is another bit of news about theater that is not new york centric it is also my feel-good recommendation Because I can't tell you how excited I was when I got this press release and was Mm -hmm. able to give it somebody, give it to one of my writers on my staff at the streamable. (laughs) But yesterday, the Roku channel, which is a free streaming channel hub um, inside the Roku app wherever you get your um, your streaming stuff or you can get it uh, directly online they announced that they would be streaming a live capture of the off-west End production of heathers the musical beginning ah. in September they uh, it has been filmed at the other palace where it has run on and off around um, West End transfers since 2019 um, obviously pandemic Shutdowns notwithstanding. The show will be coming to the Roku channel for free on September 16th. I love this show um, I love anything mm-hmm. Lawrence O'Keefe writes But Lawrence O'Keefe And Kevin yeah. Murphy um, Writing this show Actually it started in 2018 I take that back there It won the What's on stage award For best new musical In 2019 ah. um, But there, It's a slightly Different version Of the show Than what played Off-Broadway okay. um, And what's on the, the the Off-Broadway cast album They've made a couple Changes uh, To a few of the songs down taken
1: really seriously How dare a you 11,000 don't,
0: <laughs> don't you dare Even <laughs> (laughs) Do that, even joke about doing that to another Larry O'Keefe show. I will not be pleased if they do that. But I don't think that changes. No, changes. No. But very excited about this. Um, And this is—I don't think we talked about this last week. But um, Broadway on Demand is also launching a fast channel. Fast stands for free ad-supported television. Um, So Mm. you can get a basically a free stream of Broadway on demand content. I haven't checked it out cause I've been nice. out of town since they did that, but lots of good theater stuff coming to free streaming. We've so- talked about Love so it. much over the years about how streaming services are investing in musical theater yeah. because there's always a new audience for musical theater. Definitely. The same is not the, the same is not true for like big budget movies. At some yeah. point you're going to run out of a a passionate group who is interested to see them. And obviously there will be a group to see them, but every new generation of musical theater kids wants to see every live capture they possibly can um so very excited about this very excited to be able to see heathers on stage whenever i want uh i love that show and and very much looking forward to binging it non-stop for 24 straight hours (laughs) on september
1: 16th yeah it's the new people that keep asking for stuff as well as the same old people that will not shut up about asking for stuff and i am obviously in that latter we are
0: we are the same old people
1: we are yeah exactly (laughs)
0: We the that's the name
1: people. of the show
0: <laughs> yes that and the splotted spoon as we talked about exactly
1: beforehand. yeah and milky matt no.
0: you didn't have to share that that was just for the zoom room like you didn't have to share my zoom name i mean but
1: it's here it's it it's is. out in the open and it is. everyone if i had to see it so does <laughs> everyone else
0: yeah, that's a very good point.
1: All right, everybody, that's all that we have for
0: today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt Ashley, where can people find you?
1: You can find me at the St. James Theater in three that's hours. Right. But otherwise, on Twitter and Instagram, I know this is
0: Ashley. What about at Bond 45 in an hour? Are you going to make that or no? Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I figured. My hair
1: is still wet, so.
0: Okay. Mine too.
1: Yeah, all right, everybody, have yeah. a wonderful hump
0: day, <laughs> and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow we uh-huh.